Merry, Merry Christmas to all of my conservative friends across the hills and hollers of Tennessee. Brandon Lewis here coming to you at quitting time. But I'm not quitting because I'm here to bring you the conservative news that people care about as we wait for folks to come on. I am doing the, the 10 Con Big 7 a day early because we're having a little Christmas shindig for the uh, mighty band of happy warriors that are the con Tennessee conservative staff. Uh, we're going to meet in the bustling metropolis of Sparta uh, for this event, and it's going to happen um, tomorrow. So I'm trying to get this thing out the door because it's a little bit of a drive. We've got, we've actually got eight stories. I'm, I'm not slacking this uh, Christmas. I'm going to go ahead and bring you uh, one additional story. I appreciate you watching. And we got some folks coming on now. If you would, put in the comments section where you're watching from and also put in the comments section what you think about these stories as we review them. Uh, we've got everything uh, from federal stories to state stories, education, medical freedom, the whole nine yards. Uh, do put in the comments section where you're watching from no matter when you watch this, even if it's uh, even it's when the Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, has come back and we're all uh, taken into a cloud in the sky. And leave your comments about what you think about these stories because it helps me get a good feel about what our subscribers think. Uh, do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. You can get these stories in greater detail there. And also, if you like to listen, if you're a listener more than a watcher, uh, we have the Tennessee Conservative Podcast where you can listen to this and other great interviews like the one we did with Tennessee's Comptroller uh, last week. I'm going to get right into the stories. One other thing, we are almost at 20,000 likes on our Facebook page. So if you could share this uh, little video in some of the conservative Facebook groups or Telegram groups or, or uh, Instagram groups or uh, MySpace groups, wherever you're keeping up with social media these days, that would be great. All right, first story. Flashman and Kustoff, both Republicans, uh, vote yes for $400 million federal vaccine database. Here we go. Two Republican U.S. House representatives from Tennessee have voted to pass the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, along with 78 of their Republican colleagues. Whenever I see a small minority of Republicans voting with Democrats, it makes me nervous. I'm just going to throw that out there. Back to the story. If this bill is passed by the Senate and then signed into law, it will appropriate funds for a federal vaccination database to the tune of $400 million. Uh, Representative Chuck Fleischman and David Kustoff are the only Republican U.S. House of Representatives from Tennessee to vote in favor for this bill. I would simply ask, why did the other Republicans vote no? Why did they vote no? And why do we only have two Republicans voting yes? While the bill purports to adopt and maintain standards to uh, protect individually identifiable health information. It also aims to support real-time immunization, record data exchange, and reporting to, quote, support rapid identification of immunized coverage gaps. That sounds like keeping up with people. Leave in the comments section what you think. Is this a good thing? Should we have this big uh, vaccination database? And if this bill passes uh, in the Senate and is signed into law, the Fed's will know who and hasn't had their you-know-what, uh, and also where you live. And I don't trust the federal government with, with any of that information. I don't trust the federal government about much. I don't trust the state government about much anymore uh, after the last 24 months. So do check out the article on the website for contact information for the uh, U.S. Senators from Tennessee, both Haggerty and Blackburn, and tell them you probably don't want this. 
Uh, by the way, we are also in the middle of our annual campaign. If you can help us in any way, there's a little bit.ly link in the comments section. Uh, Carol Stewart says no. Uh, Mark Ayers says no way too much personal information shared. Thank you, Mark and Carol, for letting us know that. Again, if you do click that little button in the uh, comments section or wherever this is, the information, it's either above or below, you'll see a little bit.ly link. Uh, if you give to the annual campaign, we will send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. Uh, you can put this uh, on, your, on your liberal relative's car. Uh, at the next Christmas party or a neighbor, they'll really like it. Lisa uh, Kashani says no. She doesn't think we should have this thing either. Uh, and if you will also give, we send you this um, this directory of your state reps and state senators. So when the general session comes up, you can help them. And if you give $50 uh, or more, then we will send you this uh, proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Or if you become a monthly supporter, uh, we can send you this right here. You can put your eggnog. I'm going to try to, to make some spiced rum this weekend. Maybe maybe your hard cider uh, that you like for your Christmas drinks. Or it could just be Kool-Aid because uh, I know that they're, they're putting out a lot of Kool-Aid at the federal government uh, and at the, in the liberal media in Tennessee. And we've got a lot of Kool-Aid drinkers out there. Uh, so maybe maybe that's not your drink of choice. We still do have a handful, not very many, of these Let's Go Brandon hats. You can have this puppy right here and uh, secretly annoy your liberal relatives. Helen says, uh, Blackburn says no, and uh, Helen says, I say hell no. There you have it, uh, from her lips. Again, we are close to uh, 20,000 uh, followers on Facebook. Share this video in your conservative groups. Back to the news. Next story. This is hilarious or sad. Both, I think. Confederate memorabilia in jury room leads to new trial for Tennessee man. You can't make this stuff up. An appeals court has decided that a Tennessee man deserves a new trial because he was convicted by an all-white jury who deliberated in a room decorated with Confederate memorabilia. Probably had nothing to do with the crimes the gentleman committed. They probably decided that they would send him to prison because there were some pictures on the wall of folks that have been dead for, you know, 100 years, 150 years. Timothy Gilbert of Giles County, who is black, was convicted of aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, unlawful possession of a weapon by a convicted felon. So, you know, he probably did a few things in the past, too, and resisting arrest, uh, being found um, not guilty after a different jury deliberated in the same room. In an unrelated case, the appeals court agreed unanimously that Gilbert's uh, constitutional rights to a fair... Uh, trial conducted by an impartial jury, due process, and equal protection under the law were violated. Yes, we need to spend some more taxpayer dollars on this, I believe. Giles County Grand Jury Foreman Sam T. Collins testified that in his 14 years uh, in his role, he has seen no evidence of these items in the room affecting the judgment of grand jurors. He says the grand jurors never discussed the items in the room, but Gilbert's defense argued that having the, the jury deliberate in this room, where there's a few pictures apparently, uh, of the that the United Daughters of the Confederacy decorated and maintains implies that the court subscribes to the Confederate principles. Really. And then they all charged and ran him through with bayonets. Oh, yeah. And it emboldened the jurors uh, to act on racial animus. The items in the room that, quote, exposed the jury to extraneous um, prejudicial information consisted of a framed Confederate flag, portraits of General Brown and Jefferson Davis, uh, and a framed letter from the national leader of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. I know if I were on a juror, 
if I were a juror in a trial, the pictures on the wall would be the number one thing I used to decide what I was going to do in a trial. Uh, Lia Dale says, uh, will only lead to authoritarian governance. No, talking about the vaccine uh, database. Next story, Bradley County parents. This one burns me up. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> this is the thing that grinds my gears. Bradley County parents notified of statewide mask mandate for Tennessee Head Starts. Last week, December 2nd, Bradley County parents and guardians received a letter from the Family Resource Agency notifying them of the new regulation from the Federal Office of Head Start that anyone two years of age or older must wear face mask when inside with others. I have a three-year-old. Precious, cute, spunky, sweet three-year-old. You will not put a mask on my daughter's face. And I'm increasingly convinced, and I talked to this uh, about this to Alex Abernathy on his radio show on Tuesday night, that the federal government is remarkably evil. And the state government, in many respects, is remarkably evil because, um, because men are, are capricious, and they are, they are sinful. And this stuff, doing this kind of stuff to children, when they're trying to, to learn to speak, and communicate and recognize uh, body language when they need to understand if, if there's affection and, and when, when teachers and small tiny children are trying to communicate and the federal government thinks that, that this needs to happen when these kids are, are at virtually zero risk of the disease, either contracting it or spreading it, but they're going to make them get in this dirty cloth infect, you know, this, this nasty thing on their face for hours on end. Children, it's child abuse. It's child abuse. I cannot believe we live in an age when the government is doing this stuff, and it is no good. Uh, Fraxine says, uh, it's a foot in the door to be tracked even further by the government, uh, talking about the database. Thank you, Francine. Um, <clears throat> all federally funded Head Starts in Tennessee will be facing the same regulation. I would not put my children in a school that received federal funds and or, or state funds if I could help it. In the letter... Uh, Paula Bacon, CEO of Family Resource Agency, acknowledges that Governor Lee recently signed laws that prevent uh, required vaccinations, proof of vaccination, and mask mandates. However, the OHS states that the supremacy clause of the U.S. Constitution uh, regulation preempts any state law. That's not true. That is not true at all. Uh, Bacon states that in order for Tennessee Head Starts to continue to receive federal funding for early Head Start, Head Start, and child care programs, they must comply with the new regulations. Shut them down. Shut them down. Something else will spring up. Next story. Lawmakers approve $8 million more for education contract amid commissioners' potential conflict. Listen to this. The legislature's fiscal review committee extended a contract Tuesday to, uh, to $16 million to a company called TNTP Incorporated, despite a potential conflict of interest for the state's education commissioner, who does a terrible job and who, who loves Marxist principles, at the Education Department's request, the Fiscal Review Committee approved a two-year extension of another $8 million through 2024, adding to another $8 million contract that was signed in March. This company reportedly uh, training teachers for early childhood literacy as part of the program designed to uh, help students emerge uh, from a learning lull uh, in the COVID-19 pandemic that was da -da -da -da, instituted by the government instituted by the government. There is nothing quite as uh, permanent as a government's temporary program. 
back to the story. However, uh, Tennessee Education Commissioner uh, Penny Schwinn's husband works for the New York-based company. Shocker. I'm sure there was no recommendation for this this stuff and no big deal. Uh, Senator Todd Gardenhire, a Chattanooga Republican who is Tennessee's most uh, liberal leftist Republican, said, I've talked to her a number of times about the perception and the problem. The governor's aware of the optics I'm aware of the optics. I don't want to say it doesn't concern me, but it doesn't raise any red flags for now. Now, that, Todd Gardenhire is the same guy that when you'd put an illegal immigration center right in his district, he doesn't see that as a red flag either. This guy's a rhino. Next story. Tennessee's business roundtable opposes Comptroller's decision to suspend COVID exemptions. There is a huge... Hey, Paul. Tennessee born and raised residing in Portsmouth, Virginia. Paul, I appreciate you watching from up there in Virginia. You recently got a Republican governor. Hopefully things will start going your way. Two orders from U.S. District Court judges in Kentucky and Louisiana halted Biden's vaccine mandate on federal contractors and subcontractors as well as health care providers that receive Medicare and Medicaid funds. As you know, Tennessee's Comptroller Jason Mumpower followed those decisions with a move to suspend exemptions from the state's COVID-19 omnibus bill, which gave a lot of federal workers and it gave a lot of health care workers uh, their freedom back, which we should have never sold them down the river in the first place. The fact that that ever happened is terrible. The Tennessee Business Roundtable, which opposed the legislature's special session, which gave Tennesseans back medical freedom, they opposed that has said that throughout the debate that the federal and state authorities shouldn't interfere with an employee's decision to, quote, provide a safe working environment in efforts to provide goods and services for customers, which is what I guess you say is, is we're going to have to inject this thing in your body or you don't have employment. If that's not coercion, I've never seen it. The group stands by that position, said Patrick Shahey, president of the Tennessee Business Roundtable. He said the overall practice, uh, practical effect of the federal injunction to the comptroller's decision is that Tennessee's employers face an increasing amount of business-unfriendly confusion and uncertainty with a rapidly changing legal environment and a highly charged political atmosphere. That is exactly the sort of confusion and uncertainty our organization and others warned state lawmakers about in October when we tried to tell them that we would not give them, I'm just my, my words, not his, we would not continue to shovel money into their campaign coffers in order to kill people's freedoms and get unfair competitive advantages and get corporate welfare. There's this huge battle in our state right now between conservatism and corporatism. And corporatism is winning presently. Corporatism in many ways is winning. We've got so many lawmakers that are on the take in Nashville. And I don't mean like they're putting it in their back pocket, although occasionally some of that probably does happen. I mean, when, you're, you're, when your campaign is entirely funded by special interest groups or ex- almost, almost exclusively funded by PAC dollars and corporate dollars and this industry and that industry, I mean, the only reason they do anything remotely conservative is because our, our, they're afraid of their district to a small degree. And we really have to be watching this stuff. And the NFIB and the Chamber of Commerce and the Tennessee Roundtable are not conservatives. Those are not conservative organizations. They might have been 20 years ago to a degree. They're not anymore. Uh, they're the ones that continually fight against things like uh, illegal immigration reform, medical freedom. Uh, we just don't need any of that in Tennessee. And I hope that a lot of these lawmakers will quit taking this money that is anti-freedom and anti-conservatism. Next story, U.S. Senate rejects Biden's mandate for private sector. The U.S. Senate Wednesday night sent the Biden administration a message, which is Congress's upper chamber, 
will not support the president's vaccine mandate on private businesses. With two Democratic senators joining all 50 Republicans, the Senate voted 52 to 48 to repeal President Joe Biden's executive mandate requiring that private sector employees with more than 100 workers ensure that their employers are, or employees are vaccinated against COVID-19 or face weekly testing. Businesses that did not follow the directive uh, were, were supposed to face stiff fines. That's not the role of government. We should have stood up against this um, in Tennessee, uh, against these things, and, and really put our foot down and put a, a line in the sand that says, if it's not enumerated in the Constitution and it's reserved for the states, you guys go pound sand and, and just try to, to make this stuff happen in our state. I mean, that's what they should have done. While the measure introduced by Republican U.S. Senator Mike Braun of Indiana is unlikely to pass the Democratic-controlled U.S. House, federal courts already have halted Biden's private vaccine sector and other vaccine mandates saying that they uh, are executive overreach. Federal courts have halted Biden's vaccine mandates on federal contracts and most U.S. healthcare workers. Here's the thing. Our Tennessee Republicans were, especially the Senate leadership and the governor, they had no interest in protecting the federal workers and hardly any interest in protecting private workers. That's how this has played out. And I know that the liberal press in Tennessee likes to cover for these rhinos, and they do it 24-7, but we're not going to do it here. And I'm still, you know, forget hell. I remember, remember I used to see those, those pictures of that little Confederate man, and he would stand up with his, his ragged flag, and underneath it it said, forget hell. And I'm not going to forget uh, how many freedoms and liberties were taken away in our state by our own party, and this stuff here is, is just more of it. It's, it's more of it. And, and the only reason that they, ca- they cared about liberty a little bit is because they're worried about the elections. They're not really, they don't have strong conservative moorings, in my opinion. Next story, White House Press Secretary Jen uh, Psaki has said that the White House would appeal the court's decision all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. She said on Tuesday that the president would uh, veto any repeal if it landed on his desk, if they can find him awake, uh, and if they get enough, uh, you know, uh, you know, tapioca pudding in him to rouse him for 30 minutes. Uh, next story. Biden banking nominee withdraws after bipartisan criticism over her ties to Marxism and socialist policies. Lord, if Andrew McCarthy uh, or McCarthy was was alive today, uh, this is this is where he'd be like, I told you so. Biden's controversial nominee for comptroller of the currency has withdrawn her candidacy over concerns about her ties to socialist policies and allegations that her membership in a Marxist Facebook group, and I believe she was involved in a, in a group that was called the Young, uh, the Young, the Young Socialists or the Young Communists back in her home country. Next story, and I don't know why we have people that that weren't weren't born here uh, doing these jobs anyway, because I think it's a national security risk. Next story, or, or next uh, back to the story rather. Republican and some Democratic members of Congress, as well as industry leaders, had been calling on Biden to withdraw her nomination after her past political views were made public. Following her withdrawal, Biden, of course, defended her, stating that that she would have brought insight and perspective to our important work on behalf of the American people, I'm sure. I'm sure. Amarova had previously published a 71-page paper in which she proposed remaking the U.S. financial system, including abolishing private bank accounts to set up a system of uh, government-controlled bank accounts. I mean, the banks are already dang near controlled by the government. Uh, We don't need to to tear that little thin veil. Her plan uh, would transition all commercial bank deposits to the Federal Reserve, which, you know, I have a lot of trust in them, uh, which would then have the authority to take the money out of America's account if, if its monetary policy fails. 
um, Navarro, who had a social uh, Soviet-era roots, studied at Moscow State University <laughs> under the uh, Lenin Personal Academic Scholarship. That sounds really good. Uh, earlier this year, uh, she also openly suggested that her goal to reach climate change objectives, including bankrupting small oil and gas operators. Well, look at the pump. These are the people that are leading our country. It is terrible. Here's the last bonus story. Just another little gem from uh, Tennessee's most liberal senator, uh, who happens to be a Republican. Senator Gardenhire pushes for higher salaries for school board members. Now, this is the same guy who voted against school choice and worked against school choice coming to Chattanooga in his own district. He's all okay about driving up the tax bill, but when it comes to giving kids educational choices, eh, not so much. But he also wants to have uh, you know, tuition for illegal aliens. That's really Republican there. Tard Gardenhire, you, you can't believe it. State uh, Senator Tard Gardenhire of Chattanooga says he plans to introduce a pay equity, I love it when Republicans use the word equity, uh, bill that would stipulate that local school board members receive the same salaries and benefits as members of the county commission and other local uh, government entities. Gardenhire believes that those individuals do not receive fair compensation for the amount of time and work they put into the job, saying that they have to make uh, significant personal uh, and professional sacrifices. That's what it means to serve in public office. Gardenhire believes those individuals do not receive, I'm sorry, Gardenhire points to the Hamilton County where many of his constituents reside. Uh, while county commissioners are paid somewhere around 25394 that's a pretty close number, uh, per year and receive additional benefits, school board members only receive an approximate half of that coming to 12365 Several Hamilton County public servants noted that the decision to run for office was not about the financial compensation. It never should be. Sabrina Smedley, chair of the Hamilton County Commission, says she did not even know what the payer benefits were until she attended an orientation after she had been elected. I helped her get elected the first time. Hamilton County School Board Chair Tucker McClendon uh, echoed that sentiment. No one runs for school board for the pay at all, McClendon said. So I think one thing uh, uh, before your pay has to be your passion about public education and making a difference in the community and driving change within the school system. Those are your stories. Buddy, you didn't just get... You didn't get seven stories. You got eight. I put, a, I put an extra story in your conservative Christmas stocking. Those are some stories. It's then a little bit of a slow news week. We wait till the set. Wait till the. Wait till we get back in session uh, up in Nashville. I have more to talk to you about. Please do uh, support us if you can. It's hard doing this. It's very expensive uh, running Tennessee's only uh, news outlet that's exclusively focused on the volunteer state. We have the Tennessee Star. Uh, who covers a lot of different states, but we're the only one that's like we're just focused on Tennessee. Uh, we're glad that they're out there doing what they're doing. We need all the help that we can get. But if you can help us with our annual campaign, click that bit.ly link either up here or down there. Share this puppy in the conservative groups. Um, and go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe. And remember, if you have an AOL or a Yahoo email address, you may not be getting our stuff like you used to, so maybe sign up under a, ne a different email that does not censor conservative news organizations like ours. That might be a good idea. Go uh, give us a like or a follow on Facebook and encourage your friends to do so. We're almost at that 20,000 uh, uh, mark, and we would love to, to, to get over the hump there. And we appreciate you very much. Merry, Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you next week for the Tennessee Conservatives Big 7 News Break. Love you, mean it. Talk to you next time.